Welcome to the 19th episode of the Kick and Post podcast with your hosts, Jamal Thompson and Otto DeVries. Pretty electric UFC card, UFC 264. Um, I will say that a lot of the earlier fights were more electric than the, the finale, but let's hop right into it. Um, Ryan Hall. Huh, Otto? Uh, it's just so much disappointment. And um, that's really what it is. <laughs> that's really disappointment. it. <laughs> I mean, I had so much hope for him, and I still have hope for him going forward because um, I really didn't know what this other guy was about, and I th- think he was smarter than uh, you anticipated. I thought, and his game plan, his his game plan worked perfectly. Um, Ryan was trying to grab the outside of his leg and go into the fifty-fifty, like mm-hmm. I said. Yep, you said that's his move. And that's all he did the entire fight. <laughs> until he got sent to see God. Until, until, <laughs> until he got knocked down and then got put to sleep with his eyes open. Yeah, he was looking up at the lights. He was following the lights. Because he, he, he was still trying to like move, but his arm was stuck. And he wasn't covering up. He wasn't defending himself. Mm-hmm. I think he... I mean, he is lackadaisical. And, Ooh, um, big word... But- Hit him with the likes of days ago? A little bit. And, uh. Maybe even like a days ago? Whatever. Same shit. Piss off, buddy. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> um. Fuck, what was he talking about? Your boy uh, getting put to sleep with his arm being stiff. Yeah, he got caught and then it was just over. I mean. That guy, the guy he fought looked really well. R- really good, excuse me. Yeah. Um, Before I get roasted for my grammar. You you said you said um, that he didn't fight in the UFC like that, so he's a scrub. Uh, which goes to show that other promotions, not because you're leaving other promotions, means you just fought nobody, you're not talented. Nah, this, guy's, this, this guy fight someone else, scrub. Ryan Hall hasn't fought in two years. Hey, so. man. Hey, man. That was your boy. And wow, I did, I did, I did have quite a few parlays riding with Ryan Holland, and was very disappointed at the outcome. But I digress. It happens. It happens. Um, the Nico Price fight wasn't really a barn burner either. Michael P- Pereira did his thing, did the crazy backflip and stuff. This dude's just uber athletic yeah, and doesn't first, know what to do with it. On first glance, I thought he missed, but he actually kicked him in the head. Yes, he did. <laughs> he landed but, his foot on his face, and then like try to go for some i don't even know what it was it's was just a flurry of movement to be honest that shit was fun to watch though yeah michael prayer is always that type of guy where he might not always come out on top but he's gonna give you a show yeah he definitely lost that third round nico was coming for blood nico's like one of those fighters that like he'll switch up the game plan later on like if you need to finish, Nico's gonna try and finish you. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna. Kind of like uh, what uh, Tyron Woodley does. Like I'm still just gonna wait for my one shot. Yeah. Nah. I'm gonna throw caution to the wind, and I'm gonna try and get this. I'm trying to get this win. So. It's kind of wild mean, though. They gave every round to, to Michael Pereira. So you say you disagree? No, they gave him the third round. They? No, the card shows 28-29, 28-29, 28-29, all for Michael Pereira. Oh. 
Wow. Well, I thought he won the third round very, very clearly, but... You know how these decision stuff kind of goes. Yeah. Coaches, um, not coaches, but the refs have a... I said refs. The judges have a really interesting way of grading their fights. I still don't completely understand sometimes how they come to the conclusions they come to, but... I mean, one round like, doesn't really was change so it that much, but... Yeah. Tough one. I really want to hop into the big one, though. To me, this was the most ex- exciting fight of the night. Um, the O'Malley-Chris Moutinho fight. The dude he was fighting. Chris who? Chris, Chris Moutinho. Who? Chris the... Um, the What is he? I think he had a Portugal flag. No, he's... Portuguese zombie? Well, I mean, he's representing the U.S. on here, but... Uh, <laughs> well, he. I know he had a Portuguese flag that... Uh, behind him uh, for the fight. Yeah. But anyway, that boy is a zombie. I give the utmost credit to this man. Like, here's here's my first thing. People who saying the fight shouldn't be called because he had 30 seconds left. Look, that fight should have probably been called before that. That it could have been called in the end of the first round when he got up from the stool. I don't even think he got a stool uh, after the first round. But he was wobbling, walking up for, to the start of the second round. They could have stopped it right there. Um, that boy got pieced up. I think that was like, although it's not the finish O'Malley probably would have wanted. Yeah. But it showed. God it damn. was a performance. What is it? 230 significant strikes. He was hitting over 70% of his strikes. 177 out of 255 to the head. That is a lot of damage to be taking. Like, I don't want to like kind of damper this guy's career since he just entered the UFC, but after taking that much damage to the head, I, I don't really know what to expect from him in his future coming fights, because those take, a, those take a toll on you, and the ref let him eat quite a few of those punches. It was snapping his head back. Uh, he had moments where he did load up and kind of go at O'Malley. Um, a couple connected. Most of them were just, you know, hoping something would would land to get O'Malley off of him, but it was just the sugar show from round one all the way to round three. Yeah, I, I do give Matinho a lot of credit because he was pressing the entire fight. He was fighting and on the front I, foot, actually, yeah. Yeah, that, that worked to his benefit because I think if they fought the other way and he was getting cut off a little bit by O'Malley, yeah, and he probably gets finished because O'Malley can get a full loaded up punch not fighting off your back foot or it's harder to really get that that knockout power you're right you're right um o'malley definitely showed a little bit different of um a fighting style in this fight i would say um yeah a lot of technique broke out the crossover he did bring out the crossover the spin kick electric electric fight i think personally this leads into it's time to stop giving him guys of um, this lesser talent yeah we need to start challenging his um his actual skill i i like the call out he called out like four people but i do like the call out dominic cruz cody garbrandt peter yan yeah peter Jan's. he's going for his rematch for his belt but i would love exactly. to see a garbrandt and sugar show fight i feel like we'd be watching the flash fight reverse flash both of those guys are insanely fast so that would be quite a fun matchup in my opinion I would I would sign up for that one. They could put that one as like a co-main event, to be honest. 
main event, to be honest. Yeah, on a fight night, but if I'm playing 60 bucks, I'll take it as a co-main. She, honestly, I'd, I'd pay for that. As the main? And this was the first card, this is the first card I've, me personally, have bought. Wow, what a... Straight, what straight outright? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. yeah, we'll get into that part. I mean, you did get to see Greg Hardy get his face knocked off. Shouts out to Ty Tuovasa. Um... I, don't don't skip over a great performance though. Well, oh yeah, Irene from, cutting through Yana pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, she dominated. Like, it was that was a good fight. It was savagery. Um, ground and pound ended the fight. Um, I I definitely I've never think, seen her fight before. Me neither. Um, but she's Seriously. she's a bantamweight, and if isn't that um the goats division too? They're all the goats division if she wants it. Yeah, this is true, but. Who's the bantamweight girl? Is it is it the goat or is it Shevchenko? Because if it's either of those, bantamweight UFC women's champion, um, it is Amanda Nunes. Yep. So I don't like it's impressive, but that division, you know who's up top. It's one of those things where you're just like, okay, it's cute, but I don't really see. Let's not get yeah, let's not get carried away. Like that was a solid performance, but Nunes will put the hands on her. Um, I don't think she's at the level of getting to Nunes yet anyway. She probably has at least one or two more fights before she gets sacrificed next, unfortunately. I feel like everybody's just, yeah, they're just handing them over at this point. You you get, you get you build up a little bit of a record so you could go get put out in the first two rounds <laughs> to, to, to beefing up her title defenses at this point. Um, I haven't seen anybody here like, ooh, that's a challenge. Right? The last person I really thought was Cyborg, and we saw what happened, so. Yeah. Honestly, um, before this last fight, she fought Holly Holm, and she lost a uh, unanimous decision to her. And looking at it, Holly Holm is coming off two wins, mm -hmm. and she's probably looking at a, a title shot coming up pretty soon. One more fight, and she's there again. Just to lose again. If I was about to say, if I'm Holly, I'd probably retire. I I I, no, I, mean, I don't want it. I don't want it again, man. I think Holly Holm is is that type of competitor, though. Oh yeah, for sure. She's not gonna give in, but I don't see a matchup in which she sneaks up on Nunes in any way. Yeah, I think I think it's it's a foregone conclusion. Gonna, she'll catch her with one of those nasty kicks, man. I mean, Just wait. nothing's gonna top her win against Ronda. It's. That's one of the kicks I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nothing's going to ever top that fight. But um, Moving into the next one, Tai Tuivasa. Can we get Greg Hardy out of Mr. here now? Shuby. Can we get Greg Hardy out of here? I don't even know why Greg Hardy is on a, on a main card. You know why? Because he's athletic. They think his name still uh, has some pull. Um, which it does. It does. I mean, he still hits like a truck. Yeah, but like, he has no he, real he skill. <laughs> yeah. And he showed he he hits like a truck. He had boy, he had two a wobbly. Yeah, but he got put out. This is the thing. Yeah, you could use Greg Hardy as like a fight night filler, in my opinion. But I don't. He once he gets into the to the class of guys who actually have a chance of like fighting for a belt someday, he's gonna get outclassed every time because he's not skilled. He's just an athlete in there. He's quick on his right. feet. Um, he has power, right? He he could kind of direct himself well because he's used to those types of motions but when it comes to being a martial artist he's not that yet i'm not sure if he'll ever develop the skills or have the discipline to do that so 
when he went into this fight talking smack about <laughs> Derek Lewis, it was almost comical because I was like, he, he's going to get his head knocked off if he goes in there with Derek Lewis. Right. But we don't even have to worry about that talk you, anymore. Ty got him out of there. You think Tuivasa uh, is capable of being a champion one day? The division is... Um, He's gonna again. It, yeah, it would. It would have to. Things would have to break really well for him. He doesn't beat Ngannou. He doesn't beat Derek Lewis. Um, I don't even think he beats um, Cyril Gane. Yeah, I think Cyril's too quick on his feet and is also skilled. Rosenstrike probably I has think, his number too. <laughs> like, I think the next fight for him should be uh, Volkov. Really, Volkov came off a loss yeah. too to um, Gane, right? Yeah. Yeah. Volkov is going to probably be the next one for him, or a, um, that, would make, that would make a lot of sense. Or a Blades. Stylistically, I think Volkov has uh, quite the advantage there with the longer reach and uh, size. Anyway, I've lost I, all faith in Volkov doing anything since Derek Lewis snatched his soul. So I don't really, <laughs> I don't really care about him at the top of the division he's starting to be one of the guys who's like if you could be him maybe you have the talent but he's never going to be that guy you're not that guy pal <laughs> you're not that guy pal swinging to the next one the thing we talked about let, let's not get too ahead of ourselves with the whole like breakdown but the thing we talked about steven thompson versus burns how, how closely did you watch the fight i want i mean i watched the whole fight okay well yeah like what what did you pick up I paid so many bucks for this shit. You know, I watched the whole entire fucking fight. I saw Gilbert Burns uh, effectively performing his game plan. Oh yeah, oh yeah. To not get knocked out, um, to close the distance in in an explosive burst, mm-hmm. um, shoot for takedowns, which he had three, I believe, um, and that won him the fight. I mean, it's a not the most fun thing to watch. But a win's a win in a big spot. And he's coming off a loss against the champ. He's kind of right back in the mix. So I was um, kind of taking looks here and there. One thing I did see is um, Burns did get wobbled. But what I did say going into this fight. that In the third? Yeah. What I did say. Yeah, in the third. yeah. What I did say going into this fight. Stephen Thompson does not have. Knockout power. Knockout power to put anybody away. Mm-hmm. So, like, whereas another striker would capitalize on those shots and it would wobble more. For example, Usman has him wobbled, it's over. Masvidal has him wobbled, it's over. Anthony Pettis even has him wobbled, it's over. Right? Steven Thompson's a tactician, but doesn't really have that finishing power. Right? So it allowed Gilbert Burns to recover I, I and think... shoot for the takedown. Well, no. When, when he got rocked, he got up. Like, he got dropped. Yeah, but he popped back up immediately and then threw a haymaker, and he he landed as well, which kind of back backed up Stephen Thompson, and then he like then he started uh, closing the distance and like really trying to grapple yeah. more. But I think he I think he recovered well, and I think I think Gilbert Burns himself is he's a he's a savage he's a dog. Oh well, yeah, so he's not going out like that, unless it's to you know the the big dog, Ex- especially when he knows he's like. I'm three minutes away from a victory. I'm. Let me just sm- put, fight the smart fight. This is true. He did maul. He mauled Stephen Thompson quite a bit. 
Um, control, ground control was crazy. Um, I watched a couple part, parts yeah. where he had him sprawled out and was holding his arms. And Steven Thompson couldn't even, like, get motion in to kind of get control of his arms again. It was just, he's just stronger in the grapple. Yeah, I mean, if it's any, like, testament to how good Gilbert Burns is on the ground, we know how good Kamar Usman is on the ground, and he won't, he won't mess with Burns on the ground. Nope. Didn't even shoot a takedown in the last fight. No, just gave him the hands. Yeah, gave that two-piece and a biscuit. Let's not forget, but, uh, I think there's a couple fights we run back. Usman does have the ability to get hurt, though. We saw it in the beginning of that Burns fight. Burns just didn't come in with the killer mentality, I guess, or whatever it was, because he he had him wobbled early. Yeah. But... That's something to watch too. His chin is there to be had if somebody could take it. And if you're skilled enough in both sides of the sport, the ground and the and the um throwing of the, the fists, unlike our boy Masvidal, where you don't have to really worry about getting taken down, and you're able to throw those hands with conviction and be like, Yeah, if you shoot for the takedown, I'm comfortable on the ground, that's the only way you could probably have him, but man. Seems to be a tall tall order for anybody in that division right now. Yeah, honestly, well, Gilbert Burns called out Masvidal, he called out Leon Edwards, he called out Nate Diaz. In my opinion, what? Nate Diaz makes no sense, unless he's looking Bro, for money. Bro, Nate Diaz never Leon makes Edwards sense. is a good fight, but Masvidal is the fight I want to see. Exactly. Um, exactly. I think stylistically, they're completely different. Um Edwards would probably be the closer of the fights. Yeah. But I do believe Masvidal would win in in a in a heads up match. Really? But yeah, he uh, that boy. You know what I say about Florida boys hit harder, you know. Yeah, but I feel like it would be a lot of Usman um, v Masvidal the first fight, because Burns knows he's he's gonna outskill him on the ground all day, and Burns isn't like. He doesn't seem like the type who'd be trying to prove himself on the feet against Masvidal at all. Like, he'd just play right. to his strengths. So I don't think it would be a very exciting fight. Unless Masvidal, like, takes takedown defense is some type of elite that we haven't seen, yeah. Where he's able to keep it on the feet the whole time, but... I don't know. Like, I don't see him getting into a striking match with Masvidal. That's the only thing. I do agree, though, that that one's the most enticing because... Both those guys put themselves right back in the mix. Um, in that division, in my opinion, I really want to see Masvidal, Leon Edwards. After... Yo, I mean, that's that's been long-awaited. Yeah, I've been waiting for that one for a long while. Long time coming. Yeah. It has, real, it has real backstory. It has real beef. You know? Yeah, that shit happened all the way back at, uh, what was it, Darren Till... Yeah, International Fight Masvidal Week. Masvidal card in... Yeah. Where... Yeah, Ma- in... Uh, O2. Yeah. 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 That's that's the the, the fight that led into Masvidal putting the knee on Askren's chin. Blo- Didn't Pat, Pettis, Pettis and Thompson fought on that card as well, right? Yeah, I think Pettis dropped Thompson and Masvidal dropped Till yeah. in that in that card. It was a very fun card to watch. Um. But yeah, that's the fight that I feel like needs to get made while Kamaru fights Covington I think that's the but to be honest based on what um, Masvidal said he's waiting for Covington or he'd like Burns 
and I feel like Edwards was the third name on his tongue. So. Oh, well, I think I, well, Masvidal. I mean, when he got called out, he was in he was in the stands, and he looked he looked pretty. He looked the game. Yeah, he, everybody was at that fight. By the way, I guess a Conor Carr just brings every celebrity out because literally every UFC fighter was in the ring, was in the um, arena. They just kept panning yeah, the people. Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber was there. I mean, like other celebrities too. Like yeah, Bieber, uh, Barker and MGK, Barker and um, Kardashian. Um, yeah, yeah. It was a was it was the show to be at. Uh, Baker Mayfield, OBJ, and Joku. I think OBJ. Jarvis was there. The whole Browns, yeah. the whole Browns team was there. Pretty much, yeah. Whole Browns offense. Um, yeah, I mean. It's enticing, especially when it's that magnitude of a fight where there's so much the trilogy, animosity, the animosity. It seemed like Conor was coming back to his old ways. I felt like it was a lot of fabrication in his demeanor, in my opinion. Um, the, I don't, I don't know. The man. trash talk just didn't seem as sincere. It, it seemed like it was like he had to pull deep for it, and it didn't come as quickly as it usually came. And it sounded a lot cheesier than it usually does. Um, but he looked motivated the walk the walk to the ring looked very intense um everything leading up to the fight looked very like even though i find a lot of the trash talk cheesy a lot of what he was saying seemed like a guy ready to get back in there and um what is what is your first like opinion of how the first round was going before the tragedy struck pretty much um uncharacteristic of what? Um, Connor? Connor. Yeah. Um, I've never seen him attempt a submission. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So him doing that is completely out of the ordinary already. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when I feel like he had he had he, he caught Poirier with a really nice shot as well. And it, Poirier even said it stunned him for a second, but. That's when he closed the distance and started to grapple, as most smart fighters would do. He targeted the legs early, which ended up being his demise. Yeah. And Dustin said he checked it. It really didn't look like he checked any of them. It was just Connor was maybe a step too far mm-hmm. when he threw the kick. That looked like it was the one that shattered it when he pointed. Mm-hmm. Um, when Dustin pointed, and. I think that's like just one of those super super unfortunate breaks. I mean, in well, probably. I mean, not that the title fights of Connor's career aren't, aren't monumental moments. Yeah. Obviously they are, but moving forward, like that was a really big fight for Connor. But the way it did end means his name will still hold value. It, it did leave. Him a, it did leave it him a way out. Yeah. For a fourth fight. It did leave him a way out. And you could hear him in the octagon saying, Dr. Stoppage. Yeah. In his little accent, you know. Yeah. Dr. Stoppage. Because he didn't want that TKO on the record. Um, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't. He was, his leg broke. Like. It happened on uh, two missed punches. They actually both missed each other. Yeah. And the boy just stepped back and it was gone. Yep. It, it went. Um. He was losing that round, though, hands down. No doubt, without a um, question. That, that was probably, honestly, it was probably a 10-8 round. Yes. Um, so that that's what we have to pull back. The the the, Con- the Connor fanboys, or people who are really big on Connor as a fighter still, will go back and be like, oh, but 
we don't know what would happen in the second round. The first is Connor's best round. The best Connor you're gonna see in a fight is usually gonna be the first round. He got outworked. He got bullied in the first round. It was not going his way. Yeah, but Connor can still win a dog fight, though. I'm just saying I mean, he, it, he was in a dog fight against Nate. It wasn't going his and way. This is you're true. Right. I agree. Um, and that Nate fight was years <laughs> ago. That's like what a 26 year old Connor probably back then when you fought Nate. 20, 2013. So even younger. That's eight years ago, right? So like he might still have that in him, but from what we've seen and the little action he's had over the last three to four years, you get Connor in the first, second, and then everything after that. You're just you're wishing on a, on a star pretty much to see what could happen. Um. But like you said, like we agreed, he got outworked in the first the first round, and things weren't looking up going into the second round. The break does Correction, save his name. Ah, okay, cool, cool. So f- five years ago, um, he has that that way out. It says, "Did you watch the video today where he dropped from the hospital bed after coming out of surgery?" No, I have not. Um, mm. so he said that it's supposed to be six week on crutches. And then recovery, like... Oh, I saw the tweet, yeah. Like, rehab coming, so... I didn't see a video. I saw a tweet that said the same thing. All things go as probably Dana White's hoping he could run a fourth fight probably by New Year's Day of next year. Or, like, New Year's in January of next year. Um, I don't think that's how that's going to play out, though, because Dustin isn't going to take this fourth fight. He's going to take his title shot. Well, that's the thing. Dustin's fighting Oliveira... Dustin wins. Dustin's going to title defense. I think if you're Dana and you want to um, uphold the the quality of the sport and, like, the value of the sport, you can't have somebody come back. Connor's got to fight somebody Yeah, else. he can't come back mm-hmm. off a broken leg and immediately hop into a title shot after losing the previous two to this guy. Yes, it was a doctor stoppage, but the last round they fought, he lost, and then the fight before that, he got knocked out. So... You can't just go ahead and throw well, him into a title shot. The thing about that is, though, I mean, yeah, he lost those fights, but this is Conor McGregor, and the only people that would be upset about that is one, Justin Gaethje, and two, Michael Chandler. Nobody else, not a single UFC fan, would be upset. I mean, me personally, that's I'm... the fight. That's that's the fight. Would all right, you and you and those those other two. I'm not. That's I'm it. not a big that's fan it. of. I'm not saying like I'm a UFC purist of any form or fashion, but you can't. It just doesn't. It doesn't hold weight. The belt doesn't hold weight. Then just have them fight each other for the sake of fighting each other. If Dustin has the belt, Connor cannot get that spot unless he decides to. Okay, for my warm up fight, let me get a Oliveira, which is a horrible warm up fight, or let me get a Chandler or a Gaethje, which those dudes are savages in the prime of their career. I don't want to give. I don't want to put him in a, in a ring with those guys either. What he needs is Cerrone again, or like, um, or Tony, or Tony, or Tony Ferguson, or to Why be honest, Tony? or De- or Nate Diaz again. All right, guys, whose name no. still because you that trilogy never got done. Actually, yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. trilogy never got done. So and Nate, Nate, Nate's not, Nate's not gonna put him out. No, unless he taps him. Nate's 
Nate, him and Nate's name carry huge value, even though their <laughs> records and their recent fight history does not. So that's the perfect pay-per-view for him to well, come back Connor's with. record is still really, really good. I know, but he's one in three in his last four fights. That's all that yeah. matters. This is the first. This is the first time in his career, though, he's lost back-to-back fights. So. And it was a doctor stoppage to throw it out there. Still, you know, me personally, yeah. I just feel like he he comes back from this it was injury. First rounder bust. That, um, well, before the leg snap, I said you could give him into the second. That first round was a horrible first round for him, though. Um, I believe that if he has that fire for the sport, still, he will recover. He will come back. I'm still not writing him in. I'm not etching him in to beat anybody, though, unless it's somebody at the bottom of the barrel coming back from that injury. Um, I think Dustin kind of sets himself up to do whatever he wants now. It's obviously going to be going for the belt because nobody's the type of payday that Connor is. And then it doesn't sound like he wants to fight at lightweight anymore. Because. Connor? No, Dustin. Because he tried yeah. to get this fight at a higher weight already. And Dana said no because he wanted it to be a lightweight fight so that the winner would be the lightweight contender. It sounded like Dustin wanted this fight at 170 because that weight cut's getting yeah, difficult. Cut. Yeah. So if he wins against Oliveira or decides to fight Oliveira, he probably moves right up to 170 oh. immediately, um, which is Kamaru's territory, isn't it? Yes, sir. Which, I'm sorry, even though Dustin's is, is uh, my boy, Izzy. Yes, sir. Which, I know Dustin's a, a big lightweight, but he's not as big as Kamaru at Welter. <laughs> he's a small <laughs> He's a small welterweight. Because <laughs> Usman is a big welterweight. Yes, exactly. So, like, I don't think that's his, his niche, but... I think he would still be a top five welterweight. I just don't think he he has anything for Usman personally. Is he? I don't know, man. That that division is like really, really talented at the top. Oh yeah, but I mean, I mean, Masvidal, I feel like him Burns. and him and Masvidal know each other so well. They probably won't ever fight. They're both top team. They both train together, so I feel like that's a wash. But the only way he moves up is for the belt. I mean, that's the only fight you can make. Yeah. That's he's not going up to Especially fight Wonder Boy, which I think he beats Wonder Boy. Personally, maybe if unless unless he's gonna take it to the ground, like he's not a better striker than Wonder Boy. No, but I think that boy get pieced up by Wonderboy. I think he gets. I think he could get the best of him in the clinch as well. And he he's a di- he's yeah. a dirty boxer, so he could probably get he could close the distance and probably get in there. And we know Wonder Boy's chin is there to be had. I mean Pettis Pettis showed that. It was a bit of an unorthodox launch himself off the cage kind of Superman punch, but Dustin gets creative yeah, with the also, strikes Wonder too. Wonder Boy was dominating that fight before that. Oh yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I don't know. I, I it's interesting and that he wants it, to move. Wonder Boy didn't look bad uh, last night. So. He didn't. It's just the same thing. Like <laughs> those punches got to come with more pop. You got to be doing more damage because, yeah, you could piece people up all day long. But if you give them give them enough of themselves to to be able to formulate a plan still. Right. Because Anthony Pettis shouldn't have had enough power to launch himself off the side of the ring to to Superman punch you. If you're actually putting like damage on him, 
the damage is supposed to be sapping some of that energy from the guy you're fighting. He doesn't put enough damage on his punches. I don't think he has enough damage in his punches. For MMA fighters, he'll put me to sleep. But for MMA fighters, I don't think he has enough pop on those punches. I agree. But closing question on this one, though. What's next for Connor, in your opinion? Like, if you were in charge of his career coming back off this injury, what would be the timeline? If he's not able to get uh, Dustin right away, which um, I'll get into it in a minute. But um, if he can't get Dustin right away, which it sounds like what he did want, uh, I think you either fight Tony. Because, I mean, Tony's like, he's like Tyron Woodley right now, like... Yeah, Everybody's just him feeding then, him to the to the newcomers. Like, hey, if you can beat yeah, Tony, yeah. you're the next guy or for the you belt. Fight the guy who Tony just lost to. Um, I can't remember his name. He's a it was on. he's a grappler too, right? Which card was that? Oliver Chandler. Is it uh, Makachev? Benil Daryush. Oh, it was Daryush. Okay. Benil Daryush. Yeah. Because I believe Daryush is in contention for top five mm. so that would make sense yeah for both of them honestly um i think connor has his way with him and that's a tune-up fight or if he can and he probably i mean Daryush's name isn't big enough no so i guess aim for gaichi i mean gaichi's got no chin as well so yeah gaichi is a brawler in there in my opinion but i do believe that he is faster than Connor at this moment in time. And um he Connor looked good on his feet last night. But the scary thing about Connor was, is you gotta hold that image up. And fighting a guy like Gaethje could take that image away pretty fast. Like if I'm Connor, put me in there with somebody who isn't really gonna put me to sleep. Gaethje has the potential to do that, which which takes from that image as well. Um that's that's just how I see it. But that's an easy that's an easy fight for the UFC to sell. Oh yeah, comeback Connor versus hungry Justin Gaethje, who's been waiting for a title shot that's not going to come anytime soon. Which they did him I mean, really still dirty. Yet to schedule this man a fight. They did him really dirty. He's kind of just in the back, the back of the book in terms of them flipping through making matchups. He's just tucked away in the back of the book. Well, I mean, we we talk about it um, a couple pod episodes ago um that you can't just wait around for another title shot be active this is true i mean we're, we were talking about it with the the woman the woman's uh, division um but like yeah but like who was he supposed like he to fight because they didn't give him chandler they gave chandler um to dan hooker and then immediately gave him a title shot so he's supposed to fight yeah, backwards. I just think that's a little bit disrespectful to be like, oh yeah, you could go fight the fifth person in the division or something like that. Like, I mean, but but listen, if you lose your number one contender, right? Yeah. Dustin got it after he beat Connor. You're the number one contender. Uh, you lose to the champion. You don't just get the champion again. You have to fight someone lower than you. Exactly. Don't but be picky. Okay, so if knock someone out if, and then you get the next shot. My only hang up is if they like offered him the Chandler fight and he said no, or if after Oliveira beat um, Ferguson they offered him Oliveira and he said no, right? But like after he fought Khabib, 
they didn't really offer him those opportunities at those guys. That's that's just that kind of got me hung up. Instead of giving Chandler the fight, I wanted it to be Chandler Gaethje for the fight. That's what I thought they were gonna do, right. and they were just quick to give Chandler the the title um, shot instead of giving him. Well, it's off hype. Yeah, for sure. That's the thing that I'm saying though. Like, yes, it's off hype, and we can agree it's off hype. But he, if I was in the run of things. I want it to be Gaethje Chandler so that I could still build up. Either I'm building up hype for Gaethje again, or I'm building up Chandler even bigger because the last guy to fight for the belt, Chandler did away with him. So now it's even more hype. It was Dan Hooker and then boom, right into the next one. I feel like you could have sold Chandler Gaethje pretty easily, but you know, that's just me. Oh, I, that's, that's the fight I called for. Yeah, I wanted that as well. So, But you're right. Where what does Gaethje do now? He has no options, really. He's gonna have to fight. He has to fight someone lower. Yeah. Or or, or, or fight Michael Chandler now. Exactly. I mean, exactly. Which. And if you beat Michael Chandler, then you're next. Like that's literally that's how it would go. If you're right. Connor isn't back and healthy, but like, you can't just wait around. I mean, look at Colby. Colby was the number one. Um, fought Usman, lost. After. a very very close fight in my opinion and then fought a Woodley he fought then he fought Woodley he fought back in the division at the time Woodley still a top five fighter right dominates completely but the way he fought back is still a guy that they're calling a former UFC champ it's like the Robbie Lawler effect people they've been handing Robbie Lawler to people too with the whole former champ tag the guys he'd have to go back and yeah, fight wouldn't have him. the former champ tag. Yeah. I guess. Unless he fights Connor. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Again, Connor's the cash cow still. We can't deny it. I mean, even with you, you the injury. You can't be picky, though, is, what is my point. I agree. You can't be picky. You do what you do. And he fought Woodley, and now he's next. I do feel like he wasn't picky, Dana White though. says it all the time. He's next. That's the What's problem. Up? I feel like he wasn't picky. That was the only hang-up I had. Like, if he's picky, if as like I said, if you go back through the, the archives and it shows that he skipped over these fights when they were offered to him, then, yeah, you're going to get passed up. But I feel like he didn't even get the opportunity to well, get passed Michael up. Michael Chandler said it was really hard for him to get a fight. I bet. He had he had a lot of hype coming out of um, Bellator. So, and then especially after the Dan Hooker talk, situation. Like, that... That definitely did not help him get a... Well, he didn't have to worry about the next fight. They just said, here, here's a title shot. But, I don't know. In your heart of hearts, do you think Connor will ever make it back to... Not Pete Connor, but competitive Connor? I'm sorry, one more time? Do you think he'll ever get back to that level of competitiveness where you're like, oh yeah, this is... He's not just a spectacle or a, a name to sell tickets. Like, this man's actually back being one of the top fighters in the UFC. I think with the right setup, as in like say, like I said, Daryush to next person to Dustin. Say Dustin's still a champ. Um he needs a momentum builder that he can just build and get that unstoppable aura back. Like when he was just running through people in the first round. I don't think this injury is going to limit that. I think it's going to be 
just momentum on his side. Do you think that's even in him anymore, though? Like, yeah, with the right setup, it's possible. Yeah, but do you think, think it's in him? It's, I think it's curtains. Yeah, you saw how, you saw how fucking pissed this man was after the fight. I I did, but I think he's I think it's curtains. Uh, I don't know. I believe a lot, and um, mainly because of when Connor was twenty, when he was fighting in a gym in Ireland by himself and one other person. Uh, there's like video recordings, and I think it's in his documentary. Like he called all the shots. Mm-hmm. Like he put in the work, and I think now that I think his name is more disrespected than it was back then. Uh, a light of fire. I mean, I think he was he was ready for this fight. Threw in some things that we weren't even expecting. Goddamn <laughs> disrespect. Stupid, but like disrespect hurts way more when you don't have a hundred million dollars. That's all I'll say. Disrespect hurts way more True. when you have to get it out the mud and fight two to three times a but year think- to kind of build up your status, right? Coming back for these once a year or, you know, like, oh, let me let me kind of show my face in the UFC again to kind of build, keep my brand moving. That's not, these guys are in the trenches. Like, like Dustin said, he never took the work hat off. He was in the field the entire time Connor was making his millions. Right? So like heard 10 and 1 in the in the time that Connor's uh, the time that Connor's gone 1 and 3, Dustin's gone 10 and 1. Huge difference. That's a huge difference. So, that's why I look back and I'm like he spent a lot of his glory years where he could have been like a Izzy or a Usman like building up on these title defenses fighting pretty regularly even if it's guys that you like to be honest they're not really moving the ticket sales that much but just to keep yourself fresh to keep your t- your tools sharp and keep fighting he had those opportunities and he he kind of were was focused on other ventures which uh, more power to him it's about providing for you and your family at the end of the day but when these guys were in the trenches you weren't doing that anymore understood yeah Hmm. I don't know. I believe. I believe in the man's word. I want him to be good again. Even still, but I want him to be good again. He's in, like we said in the last one, when this man's on his game and fighting. There's few people that are as electric to watch from like build up all the way to in the ring. It's just I'm stuck trying to remember the last time I was like, whoa, when he was in the ring, you know, but. Uh, I think it was against Cowboy when he broke his nose with his shoulder. Yeah, that was kind of one. That was one of those. That was moments. one of the like, little moments. But that's un- that's I that's called it because you've never seen anybody do that weird stuff. I was like Cerrone's like all of what he's setting up, forcing Cerrone to fight at a, a bigger weight than Cerrone's actually supposed to be at. Um, having Cerrone be your fight when this man hadn't really beat like a top competitor in a minute, you know, like. It was a smart. It was a smart move. It was a smart play, um, but I mean, the way I see it is, where one star kind of flames out, we have another one to kind of keep tabs on. Cause the Sugar Show, I'm excited to see where we go with him if he's able to, to to be durable. His speed and just accuracy is something insane. And that division, he he could have a path to the belt. Cause I think in terms of like overall talent and just his build. 
he could go on a run for sure. I agree. Super lengthy, mm -hmm. quick, flashy. Exactly. Knockout power. And his trash talk just more. seems so authentic. He doesn't have to like. I haven't heard him go for like people's wife or family. That's, that's, he's just too. He's like smooth. He's just smooth with it. So it's because he's dumb. Hey, he didn't. You you know what? I'll take and it. And he's high at every single presser. This is true. But I mean, Nate Diaz is high at every presser, and all he does is slur his words. So. I think it's partially the hits though Like it sounds dark But I think it's partially the hits though <laughs> Like I was telling people Like if they allowed Moutinho to stay in that fight He would have been talking like Nate By his like second UFC fight To be honest Cause y'all just letting this man get peppered in the in the brain Like that's not healthy I don't know man Two final thoughts On this card uh, One I don't believe Stephen A. Smith or Max Kellerman or whoever the other guy Max Kellerman was talking to, that old white guy, should be anywhere near the UFC talking. I think about the old white MMA. guy is a boxing guy. Is it Teddy Atlas? Shit, I have no idea, but he sh they should not be talking about MMA. This is not their sport like at all. Yeah, this is why, to be honest, if you wanted to follow a broadcast, <laughs> it's probably BT Sport because it has Ariel Hawani, Michael Bisping. Dan Hardy, like, outside of the, the main UFC guys, like, Joe Rogan and stuff, BT Sports is where it's at right now, in my opinion. Well, I mean, like, uh, wasn't Bisping, Bisping did the post show. He did? And stuff for ESPN. Yeah. Oh, he popped on for him? I believe so. Nice. And they had Dominic Cruz as well. Which he's good, too. Um. Yeah, I, I like listening to Dominic Cruz. And he actually responded to, uh, Sean O'Malley? Uh, um, yeah, O'Malley already. It definitely wasn't said, a yes. I'm kind of... Yeah, he said, hey, man, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Like, he fought a bum. Not a bum, but just a, another fighter. The last fight. He wants... He's trying to move up as well. I mean, he was, I think, ranked 11 before his last fight. Or 12. So he's trying to get a, a, the next guy, too. And he wants Rob Font. So... I mean... To be honest, it's hard for him to, to fight back like that. As O'Malley well. isn't ranked, but if he goes in there and starches him, he's moving up. It's one of those things. Oh, no doubt. So like, I think O'Malley should be in the top ten already. Yeah, if it wasn't for that little hiccup with the um, injury, he's definitely top ten right now because he was piecing up Chito Vera. I don't care what Chito Vera says. I don't care how much he thought he was in that fight. He was not until he hit that nerve and dead and dead foot the guy. Right, so. It's it's one of those things where it's like Dominic Cruz is saying the right thing for his career, but in reality we both know if he goes in there and beats O'Malley, he's moving up. Like his name carries more weight than Rob Fonts right now. But be smart. That's all I can say. He's being no, smart. Think, didn't Rob Font just beat Car Cody? No, I don't I, I disagree with that. I think if you go back and be like Cruz starched O'Malley, even to the masses first, which on top of that Cruz O'Malley sells more than Cruz Font. I think Correct. on the business side, but that's not even a main. That's not even a main event. It's not, but it's it's on a it's on a pay per view card. I think you could sneak True. and throw Cruz maybe. and Font on a maybe it's a main event on a fight night. It would be on. It would be on. It would be the undercard of a of a pay per view for sure. Because you threw O'Malley, the person O'Malley was fighting before this was not Dominic Cruz, and it was on this card like before he got replaced. So. 
don't know. Cruz is smart, and everybody up in that range, I think it's going to be hard for O'Malley to find a fight for a while. Because they know, like, the risk is there. They see how he fights. But, yeah. I mean, he set a record for, like, strikes in a three-round fight. I bet. With that... With that accuracy as well, it's like insane. The pace, the accuracy, and he didn't look like he was wavering um, fatigue-wise. Granted, he didn't take much damage. Yeah, he, he looked up at he looked at the clock a couple times, and it was... I think he... I don't know if he was getting gassed or if it was like, let me just keep an eye on where I'm at in this round. I mean, he was throwing... He threw 300-plus punches. If he got gassed, it's, it's, it's yeah. fair. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Well, no, he was looking in the second round. Mm-hmm. So that was your first thought. You're not rocking with ESPN's coverage. What was your second thought? My second thought is this is probably the worst I've seen Connor after a fight. Um, and the worst I've seen Dustin. Um, Dustin commented about Connor's trash talk. And in my opinion, like, he's like, yeah, I'll murder you or whatever. But like, I feel like that's like not unheard of like he doesn't actually mean like yeah I'm gonna take your life I feel it's like you know I'm a I'm gonna put you out you know I mean that's what they're paid to do it's one of those things paid to, like you said like I feel like it's I think one he, of the- he took it a little too deep and that it wasn't the character that I'm used to seeing Dustin Poirier <laughs> um, my comparison is like you 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 remember watching um the last dance right and the big meme going around was, um, you really didn't watch The Last Dance? The Michael Jordan documentary? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the big meme well, from it... LeBron's my goat, so... <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> but the big meme going around would be like how a random player on a random team would say to Michael Jordan, hey man, I'm about to score 30 tonight. And then Jordan would pop in and be like, I took that personally. And like made it seem like it was a way bigger issue than it was to, to use it to motivate him. I feel like he did the same thing with the murder thing. And he just didn't turn it off when he went into the press conferences. Because Connor has said way worse stuff. Way worse yeah. stuff. And but and then on and then Connor, he's normally very humble in defeat. Um, if you look at the last fight against Dustin, mm-hmm. um, tapped him on the chest, like good fight, man, whatever. You finished me. You really got me there. Mm-hmm. And then Khabib, different story. Khabib's corner ran in and jumped him <laughs> while he was on the ground. For real. So he didn't really have... I doubt he would have been humble in that situation either. Yeah, nah. Just because of the history there. Um, That's the most sincere beef I've ever seen in like combat with, sports. With, with Nate in, in the past as well, he was super humble. Mm-hmm. And he did post-fight interviews as well, saying like Nate was the better man today. Uh, but I will be back, you know, mm-hmm. and he was back. So for him to be on the ground with a broken leg, calling Dustin's wife a hoe, saying he's in his DMs about the after party, is a little out of pocket, in my opinion. Um, Not to cut you off, but like, I could barely make out what this man was saying. He was so upset that that Irish accent just got like 10 times more aggressive. I could barely make it out. Heavy. Dude, heavy. he was yeah. going. And something about bollocks. And I was like, oh, man, this man is heated. And to be doing all of this with... Uh, you know when a man says bollocks, it's 
Dude, he was on. Something he else. was on ten. He was upset. So I, I would have liked to, to see both of them have a little bit more respect for the fighters that they are, and the magnitude of like the image they have for the UFC. I think was stained a little bit. Um, more on Connor's side than on Dustin because I mean Dustin. I mean I guess you have every right to be upset, and the comments like Dustin doesn't really participate as much in trash talk like Connor did. Um, so I just thought that, it was that really was my weird final thought about it. it just, that the man broke his leg and Dustin went in that direction. You know, like as a as a fighter, knowing yeah. how that injury kind of affects things and. How, how kind of like grotesque it is to be in there with somebody when they do something like that. And then to just not really take the high road and be like, you know what? He said all the things he said. Speedy recovery. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Dustin's al- Dustin is always the one to take the high road, give credit where credit is due. That's his thing. And even in the moment where he was like, oh, he said murder, man. We don't play with that. Like, I pray for both of us before we go in there. Yeah, but what you're doing now is, is kind of wild because... The man's leg snapped, and yes, he said some crude things, but it's definitely not on the level that he's usually been on, right? And you you got the W, you were winning the fight before that, made it out with, like, no damage. Like you said, the, the thing about your wife, that's the next thing that was weird. He was like, oh, my wife's tough as nails, I'm not worried about the comments about my wife. It's when this man said he's gonna murder me. Bro, Really? I figured the wife thing would upset you more because that's an innocent bystander who can't go in there and fight Connor. Like, but hey, yeah. to each his own, man. He got his he got his W. He gets to move on. He got his payday. He got paid twice to fight Connor. Two wins. Definitely avenged his loss yeah. to him. Told his wife to bring out the red panties. Oh gosh. <laughs> best interview or best best press conference ever. Hey man, look. It was interesting um, all around. A lot of things learned from this card for sure. Um, quick preview to the next big one. I'm still upset that I have to watch Derek Lewis and Cyril Gane for an interim heavyweight belt. In my opinion, it's very shady what they're doing to Nganu. But that is up next. The only thing that makes me feel a little bit better about well, it feel... is the goats on the card. I didn't know that initially, but found out yesterday the goats on the card. So, dude, O'Malley just fought. What do you mean? <laughs> you know the real goat, the the two division defender goat. She hits harder than some men bantamweights probably. She's like a truck. You're talking about Ronda. Oh right, that girl Nunes, man. She's on the card fighting. I saw the name. I don't even remember. I don't even remember. I don't. That doesn't matter. I don't even want. To, I don't even want to sound like a casual like that. But I saw them like showing the girls' highlights, and I'm like, you guys really try to piece together highlights to make it seem like she's on the level of Nunes, and everybody knows she's yeah, not. They had me fooled, man. They had me fooled last. They time. did with Never Megan again. Anderson. <laughs> you said. Never again. You said by knockout. Super long. <laughs> Super long, man. Uh, vampire looking scared little mother bro it's Pena congrats Pena plus 475 that's not horrible odds it's better than Megan Anderson yeah plus 600 never forget never forget that card is is shaping up to be an interesting one based on what I'm seeing so far so we'll see man 
I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not super upset about the interim fight. I mean, like, so technically the interim fight doesn't mean anything. It just means you know why it's that, there. Like, the, you know why yeah, it's there. Yeah, I know, there. but. But it's just guaranteeing the next fight for Nganu anyway. That's what I'm saying. Like he is forcing Nganu's not ready to fight right this now. This is what he's doing. So he's forcing John Jones out of the picture, right? Because you're not gonna have John Jones fight Nganu for the belt, right? When there's an interim belt out there. So that's the first part. Second part, Nganu was waiting for that John Jones payday, I feel like. Which is fair. Because like they were showing the purses that both fighters guaranteed from this fight. Connor made 20 mil, I think, or something close to that, possibly with the pay-per-view in, in, uh, thrown in. Um, Dustin made a little bit over a mil, I think, right? I heard the number... Wait, wait. Yes. He only made a mil. Yeah, he doesn't make... That's hilarious. Right? So, like, the, the number being floated out there that John Jones was hoping for or, like, requesting was 10 mil, and they couldn't get the fight done for that. So, so one of what's really funny, what? I didn't know about those numbers, but that just means that this fourth fight is definitely happening sooner. Because Connor's payday comes with a bigger payday for the UFC. You're right, because of the pay-per-view. Anyway, so it's happening. I mean Book it. He's not fight he's he they're not gonna pay this man twenty million to fight to fight Daryush. <laughs> you sure? Let me look. Let me get some. Let me I, get some I more accurate you. numbers. Let me get some more accurate numbers. Okay. But like. Wait. Okay. So per sport bible, my bad. These are the numbers. I don't know where I saw the twenty million. Maybe it was two mil. They said that the headliner in the bout made three point four, three point oh four million, three million to show up, and forty thousand in sponsorship bonuses, and then Poirier made eight hundred and thirty thousand. So not even a bit. All right. Well, that's okay. That being said, like I said, they're not paying this man three million to fight Daryush. No, I don't see it either. Because that, because him fighting Daryush wouldn't even be a main event. No, it would not. Well, yeah, it is because it's Connor. But yeah, a main event on a fight night. Oh, nah, they were not putting Connor on a fight night. That would be the highest viewed fight night. That would be a highest viewed fight night ever. They probably put on like the ABC fight night or something where they get that extra ABC money. Um, but you said you you have no issue with the interim when it's clear what Dana's doing to to kind of force Ngannou to defend his belt because if the interim happens and Cyril Gane takes it or Derek Lewis takes it, they're gonna give him a couple months to come defend it, and if not, they're gonna give the interim champ somebody else to fight. To make it the outright champ. And then they're going to have to force Ngannou to fight for his belt again. Which would suck. Because it's not even based on injury. And they've let other people sit and hold the belt longer. Some people have retired with the belt. And they're like, come on. You don't want to... You don't want to fight? You don't want to fight? He's like, no, I'm done. Come on. It's like... You're wildin', bro. That's really shady to me. And Ganu is electric enough to just give the man some time to at least get his payday. You're like, nah, no way. Hey, listen, man. Who cares? If he's really about that, he'll come back and win it anyway. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, we'll get we'll get into that card on another one. But um, this has been episode 19. Um, like to thank you guys again for the continued support. We've been building a little traction lately. 
last episode definitely most viewers in 24 hours that we've had on i said viewers most listeners on 24 hours of something being posted that we've had all time so again thank you guys for tuning in um also coming soon we're gonna have our social media up yes um at least twitter for sure and then other ones to follow got instagram Um, coming um we're gonna get a little bit more active on both social medias um eventually probably for uh 25 episode special or season two opening depending how we decide to piece these together we'll have a giveaway coming up as well and we'll have other big Damn, big projects. We're doing a giveaway. Yeah. We're doing a giveaway. We're gonna have big big things coming up. Yo guys, maybe eventually I merch. Just found out we're doing a giveaway. Maybe eventually merch. You know, we'll we'll have things coming up. So thanks thanks for the yeah, continued pump support. The brakes, pump, pump the brakes a little bit on the merch. I mean, know? I want to rock. We doing? I want to rock a kicking post shirt personally. You know. Hey yo, we doing it. We can I enter the giveaway? N- nah, you 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 a host. You can't enter the giveaway. Jeez. I'm sorry. It's, it's not going to be like a huge giveaway. It's going to be a little something, something. Shit, but like, you can't Shit, enter I'm, it. I didn't know we were doing a giveaway. <laughs> now you want to get? Why can't you want to get given the giveaway? Why can't I win the giveaway? Nah. Why can't I win the giveaway? Because you you are here. Why can't it be me? It can't be you. It's, oh, it's like you know when these companies have their little things that employees can't win. It's exactly what happened. You kind of got written out the can giveaway. I, can I have? Can I have my roommates enter? Oh, one hundred percent. All of them could enter the giveaway. But we'll break down the yeah, we'll break down the whole thing in in a future episode. But yeah, man, just thank y'all for the support. Keep tuning in. Um, this has been episode nineteen, and we'll see you on the next one. Otto. All right, y'all boys. He can't help it. He can't help it. <laughs>